You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture and all things related to it. New episodes are released daily. For more information, check out glossahouse.com and subscribe to our channels on Spotify and YouTube. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I am Michael Halcom and this is an episode of Fallacy of the Week. What we often do in these episodes is look at something that's floating around social media, floating around the internet, you know, making its rounds. That's fallacious. And then we try to um, dial in and pinpoint the fallacies, um, the logical fallacies, so that we can get a good handle on this and make sense and see what's really going on here. Now, remember that, uh, you know, these fallacies, uh, these memes, rather, they, they have a way of really making strong emotive points sometimes. But by its very nature, memes are fallacious because they're humorous. They're, they're attempting to be humorous. They're jokes, right? So um, there's going to be a, a logical fallacy, at least one, embedded in there somewhere. And what I'm trying to do, the reason I'm using memes, one is because they're popular. Two, they travel fast. Three, they, they can make strong points. Um, but four, it's good training for identifying logical fallacies. Um, and so that's why we're often looking at memes, not always memes, but often. So uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at one that's been floating around recently. And um, it's by the Catholic thinker uh, or author, um, not sure how much he's thinking, but by the Catholic author, James Martin. Now, he's written quite a few things, and if you're watching, his quote's going to appear here on the screen, and if you're just listening, I'm going to read it out loud to you. Oh, this is by James Martin. It says, what Jesus never said, and it's got Jesus under, or I'm sorry, it's got the word never underlined in red. What Jesus never said, and then it goes on to quote. So, um, by the way, when, <laughs> um, if Jesus never said this, uh, then I'm really not that interested. Um, so we're you already got a fallacy here of, of putting words in people's mouths. And when you put words in somebody's mouth, then you get to be the one who's actually speaking through that person. It's it's in a way of uh, putting what you're saying on level with what Jesus said. It's a little bit blasphemous. Um, so uh, we noticed that right out of the gate, or I do anyways. Jesus never said this. Okay, then that means you're saying it through the lips of Jesus, you're elevating yourself to his status, it's, it's problematic. But maybe there's more going on here. Let's see, let's see what else has happened. What Jesus never said. Feed the hungry only if they have papers. Clothe the naked only if they're from your country. Welcome the stranger only if there's zero risk. Help the poor only if it's convenient. Love your neighbor only if they look like you. And so uh, Jesus did say some of these words, but he didn't say these exact words. He didn't say these phrases, right? So this is problematic. It is, in fact, indeed putting words in Jesus's mouth, and that's problematic, right? It's very problematic. So um, we we need to keep that in mind, that that's what we're dealing with, um, that uh, these words have been put in Jesus's mouth, and so uh, we got to be aware of that. But let, let's see what else is going on here. Um, is I think there are a number of other things going on. Maybe I'll point out four or five of them. Um, but I, I should say the whole the, the argument that this meme is trying to make um, 
is it's trying to to somehow to suggest that um, some attitudes or rules about helping people don't match up some some rules that people have right Christians in particular have the rules that they have don't match up with what Jesus taught so it's it's pointing out that there's like an inconsistency among Christians who don't agree with this statement right um right Jesus is known for saying that uh, that we we should love and help everyone that kind of thing no matter what um but actually Jesus never actually said that but that's sort of the implication and so here's here's how it you know, I'll, I'll kind of break it down. One thing, one fallacy that I, I see here um, is the appeal to authority, or really a false authority, a pseudo-authority. Uh, you know, this is, the argument says that not helping people, well, sorry, let me back up. This argument's like a false authority or pseudo-authority. It's a, it's making it seems like it appealed to Jesus, but it doesn't. It's appealing to the person speaking through Jesus. So it's a false authority. And then it's trying to convey this idea of what Jesus would do, right? And so the argument says that, that not helping people because of certain reasons, uh, like not having papers or they're from another country, is not what Jesus would support. That's what the part of the argument's saying. And so since many people look up to Jesus as a good example, then this is going to make the point stronger. And so what this is doing is it's, it's it's piggybacking on it's writing the coattails of Jesus's authority to make someone else's argument more convincing by putting their own words in Jesus's mouth as if he said them. Um, so I, I think it's misleading, and and that's why I think it's a fallacy. Um, uh, yeah. So again, we'll call this the the appeal to authority, or really appeal to pseudo or false authority fallacy. The other thing that I see going on here. Um, this you have the idea of making the other side look simple. That's just a, a way to say a straw man fallacy. You know, you're going to try to make the other side look stupid and simple or make, make their argument look simplistic and make them look simplistic, and then you're going to come along and knock it down. So it kind of makes it seem like um, people who have different views are saying things that are really harsh and, and not nice, like, you know, only help if it's easy for you. But actually, you know, in reality, in the real world, um, people tend to have much more complicated and complex arguments than just that. Oh, I don't like them, you know. Uh, it's not easy, so I'm not going to do it, right? And so this is a straw man. Set up the argument and then knock it down and make yourself look like a hero. Um, and so this is like like, like creating a, a simplified version of somebody's opinion to argue against it, to knock the legs out from under it, and then make yourself look like the champion, the hero. That's a straw man fallacy. That's that's what's going on here um, as well. Um, yeah, so they're making people who don't agree with the points that they're trying to make. They're turning, they're, they're setting up arguments that those people are never really making. They're simplifying their, their real arguments and then knocking the legs out from under those simplified, not real arguments. There's another thing going on here. It's an appeal um, to emotion. And the argument, uh, the, the meme itself is actually does pretty good at making you feel something. Like, oh man, maybe kind of guilty. Like I need to, you know, I, I feel guilty because I haven't done all these things. I haven't, you know, um, I haven't helped, you know, the immigrant or whatever, you know, whatever it is, it does a pretty good job at, at catching your, 
your emotions. It talks about kindness and, and being open to everyone. And those are things that tend to make people like feel good because they seem right. And, uh, you know, sometimes using emotions can, it's like a smoke screen. It can, the, the appeal to emotions can really make things seem simpler than they really are. So it's like an emotional smoke screen. I think that's going on here with all the goodness, kindness, you know, kind of action. And so, um, yeah, I think that, that emotions are brought into play here and, um, that, that causes people to avoid logical reasoning, like saying, oh, Jesus never said this, or, whoa, 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 you're really, you're taking a, a very complex point of view that people have and boiling them down to these simplistic things, right? So the emotion is like an emotional smoke, smoke screen, and it causes people to miss that. I also see either or thinking throughout this whole thing. It's what we call a false dichotomy um, fallacy. And it just, you know, that's the suggestion that you either, you either follow what I said through the lips of Jesus about helping all these people, these different groups, no matter what, or you're not doing it right. You're not in line with Jesus. So it's an either or, you know, agree with what, what I said, or I'm making it seem like Jesus said, even though I say he didn't say it, uh, or you're wrong. But, you know, in real life, <laughs> uh, people might believe in, in helping, but also you know, there's a there's a bunch of practical other things to consider. You know, um, we we can somebody can help an immigrant, even an illegal immigrant, like feed them or clothe them or whatever, um, and still agree that they need to go through the right uh, legal system, become a legal citizen. You know, you can you can um, you can help the poor. Um, you know, sometimes. Uh, helping the poor when it's convenient is a good thing. Sometimes you have to help the poor when it's inconvenient, right? But there are all kinds of circumstances in which you help the poor, like convenient and inconvenient aren't the only options. Uh, the clothe the naked only if they're from your country. I don't know one person who's ever argued that in my whole life. Um, you know, you can, you can clothe somebody if they're not from your country, but you still, again, can hold the opinion that they need to do the right things to get into the country. Welcome the stranger, only if there's zero risk. Well, what does that mean? I mean, risk is a huge word. That could entail lots of things. Um, love your neighbor only if they look like you. Again, I, I don't know anybody saying that. Uh, love your neighbor only if they look like you. So it's, it's uh, this either or thing is profuse throughout this and is very, very problematic. Um, yeah, it, you know, I, I don't know. This one's kind of annoying, you know, the either or the false dichotomy is going on here because everything is really more complex than this. Um, it makes it seem like there are only two choices in each scenario when they're actually way more. Finally, I'll just point out, um, you know, when you want to make something sound ridiculous, you can use the logical fallacy of reductio ad absurdum, right? And that's that's also present here, I think. This is you try to show how silly it would be not to help people for certain reasons. Um, and so the argument is doing that to try to prove its point. It's it's like saying, oh, if you really listen to Jesus, um, you wouldn't make excuses up to, to not help. And, you know, uh, I, I think this, this actually can be a legitimate way to argue. Uh, but the only way it's legitimate if it's used 
correctly to, to show the extremes of an argument. And maybe that's doing that here. Um, but I actually don't think it is. It's like, to me, it seems like it's giving these as the two options. Um, it's got the false dichotomy fa uh, fallacy uh, overlaid or, or in, uh, embedded with um, the emotional appeal and the, the straw man and uh, the appeal to false authority. And so I don't think that it's actually using reductio ad absurdum in the appropriate way. Um, so, yeah, the argument overall is, is using Jesus's, uh, well, someone speaking through Jesus, you know, you know, it's, it's misusing Jesus's teachings by adding words to them that he never said to say that we should help people without making it hard for them. And that, that's not a bad thing, helping people without making it hard for them. But Jesus never said it this way. And so, again, the false appeal, the appeal to false authority. And he uses feelings uh, to override logic. And he uses simplifications to make people look stupid. Uh, and their arguments look stupid. Um, and so what, what it really comes down to is it's, it's good for us to think about how complicated and complex these issues are. Um, and uh, to be able to bypass all the, the fallacious things going on and to see that this statement is problematic uh, in a number of ways. Yeah, so um, I'm going to stop there, I guess. You know, a very interesting fallacy or meme to think about with several fallacies embedded in it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stop there and say I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glow'sahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.